TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome back. This is Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy with you, and we are... Happy to have on the line Mayor Byron Brown. Mr. Mayor, good morning. Good mo- good afternoon, Joe and Brenda. Good to be with you. Good to have you. Good to have you. Now, Mr. Mayor, I hear you have an announcement to make. We do. As the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in Erie County and Buffalo continue to grow, we have to do everything that we can to stop the spread of the virus. With the arrival of summer and warmer, well, not summer, but sunshine and warmer temperatures, I am announcing today that we are closing the Delaware Park Ring Road to vehicular traffic. We need to limit the number of cars that are driving in the park uh, to maximize park space for passive use and the proper social distancing. The city is also partnering with the Buffalo Zoo to open its parking lot that's located at the corner of Parkside and Jewett to park goers. I'm asking park goers who use the zoo parking lot to consider donating to the Buffalo Zoo via the Buffalo Rome parking app. They can do that by selecting Buff Zoo and they can choose whatever amount that they'd like to contribute. Their donation will go directly to the zoo to help care for the animals at this time. As you know, the zoo has been closed now for weeks, so this will be very helpful in caring for the animals that we all love to go and look at at the Buffalo Zoo. So... No cars in Delaware Park, but the park is still open and parks around the city of Buffalo are still open and you urge people to have their social distancing, correct? That's correct. No cars in the Delaware Park ring road. Uh, That is now closed. Uh, Delaware Park, all parks in the city of Buffalo still open for passive use only. And we want people to follow social distancing. We want to make sure that Delaware Park, which is one of the most popular parks in our region and certainly the most visited park right now, uh, has the proper social distancing and not too many people visiting the park during this health crisis. Mayor, what about uh, the golf course at Delaware Park? Is that open? Uh, The golf course is absolutely not open. Uh, In normal times, our golf courses don't open until April 25th. Uh, Golf courses in the city of Buffalo are not open now. And what about the basketball hoops uh, at the park? Have they been removed? 
Uh, several weeks ago, our Department of Public Works removed basketball hoops in Delaware Park and all other parks in the city of Buffalo uh, to make sure that people weren't playing basketball. We've, incur- we've uh, said to people not to play other contact sports where physical distancing is impossible. Mr. Mayor, have you noticed as this progresses that more people are starting to take this seriously? There's less reports of uh, people congregating at the park or people having uh, people over and not respecting those social distance guidelines? Uh, We are seeing more people taking it seriously. We are seeing more people following the guidance, following social distancing. But we are still seeing some people that are not paying attention to the guidance, and we cannot allow that to happen uh, for the health and safety of our entire community. One of the things that we also have done in Delaware Park starting today is that we have closed the exercise equipment area in the park Uh, We've put yellow caution tape around that equipment, and we've fenced off that equipment because people were congregating in that area and using that equipment in numbers that were just too large to observe social distancing. Now, Mr. Mayor, yesterday um, I saw you walking neighborhoods. and In fact, uh, kudos on sporting that beautiful Buffalo State uh, College jacket. Uh, but I noticed that you were walking around uh, introducing what's called the Good Neighbors Network door hangers, uh, and that contains information on non-emergency help. Is that right? It does. It is a way to keep people connected throughout the city of Buffalo, particularly some of our elderly and our most vulnerable neighbors in the city. We are distributing door hangers to 150,000 homes in the city of Buffalo that provide instructions on one side on if people have a non-emergency need where they can call to get help. And on the other side, which is a very bright side, uh, where people can put that side of the door hanger out uh, to say, I need a good neighbor, I need some assistance with something, and then we can assist that resident in getting the help that they need, which is um, on a non-emergency basis. And then this morning, Mr. Mayor, you announced at the Broadway Market their uh, curbside service and how people can contact them for that. Yes, uh, the Broadway Market for the big Easter celebrations is closed, but the normal vendors that provide food for residents of that community are open and open for those that come there for some Easter staples. That is uh, for the Easter season by appointment only. We're asking people to call a day in advance. We have published a list of the year-round vendors in the Broadway market, and they can arrange for curbside pickup of pre-ordered items. 
Now, after the Easter season, uh, we will go back to just the regular vendors of the market being open, uh, practicing social distancing with them and their employees, and customers practicing social distancing. In that area of the city of Buffalo, we have some of the lowest income residents in the entire city and county, and it is important to keep the market open so that they have access to food, groceries, uh, fresh vegetables, and fruit. Mayor, uh, Governor Cuomo has uh, been holding uh, virtually daily press conferences and updates and has become uh, must-see TV across the country for many people and must-listen-to radio. Question for you. Uh, with the, the New York City area really suffering greatly from this virus, this deadly invader, uh, do you have communication open with the governor or with Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul? Uh, their hands are certainly full, but what's it like for you? Are you able to communicate with these folks on a regular basis? Uh, we do have uh, communication with the governor's office and the lieutenant governor. Uh, there is a daily Western New York update call for municipalities in Western New York. Uh, that call has been very helpful. Uh, the city has been in contact with the governor's office on a regular basis, uh, with other state departments on a regular basis. Uh, I have been in direct contact with the lieutenant governor, uh, and the lieutenant governor has uh, participated on a number of our conference calls in the city of Buffalo to encourage employees to thank essential employees for the work that they're doing. Uh, to join the regular conference call that I have with members of the Buffalo City Council and to thank them for the work that they're doing. So there has been very close communication uh, between the governor's office, Lieutenant Governor Hochul, uh, certainly very close communication between myself and Erie County Executive Mark Polencars, uh, the city and the various county departments. Uh, we've been in close communication with the Erie County Department of Health and the Erie County Department of Social Services, as well as Central Police Services at this time. Do you feel like Buffalo is being shortchanged in any way because there is so much emphasis on New York City? There's some concern about that. How do you feel Buffalo is being viewed uh, as part of New York State? I don't think Buffalo is being shortchanged at all. New York City is the epicenter for coronavirus in our state, in our nation. Unfortunately, New York City leads the nation in the number of confirmed cases, in the number of deaths. So the focus that the governor and state government is putting on New York City uh, is certainly reasonable and makes sense and is understandable. The county executive and I have a very good working relationship, a close working relationship with Governor Cuomo, and we have worked very closely with him on a number of other emergency situations. 
Uh, he certainly knows the processes that we have in place in Buffalo and Erie County and how we work together. So I think there is a great sense of confidence on the part of the state uh, that we know what we're doing in Buffalo and Erie County. Certainly, uh, if there are any needs that we have in this community, there will be no hesitation on my part and Erie County Executive Mark Polencars's part uh, to bring that directly to the governor. I know that there have been concerns about testing here. Uh, I know that testing has increased, uh, and I know that people are pushing uh, for resources to have more testing done in Erie County and in the city of Buffalo. To, to build off that, Mr. Mayor, uh, as has been reported, you know, New York, you said it, is the epicenter. But two two weeks is what Buffalo is said to be behind New York. So have there been uh, any conversations about once Buffalo starts to see the spikes that New York's having, if Buffalo really is two weeks behind, what the um, move by the state is to prepare Buffalo to have the New York City-like response? Well, I, I think we have been responding in Buffalo and Erie County. We have responded early in New York City. Uh, certainly they're concerned about hospital capacity. Uh, they're concerned about the availability of ventilators. Uh, the most densely populated city in the entire nation uh, people living in very, very close proximity, which has contributed to the community spread of virus in New York City. Uh, some of those conditions don't exist in the same way here. So uh, there are some dif differences, uh, but we are not taking this lightly. And here locally, I want listeners to know that in Buffalo and in Erie County, we are doing everything that we can possibly do. We are utilizing every best practice that we can possibly utilize. And we are working together as the city of good neighbors, like we always do, staying very connected to our residents and staying very connected uh, as governments that have to work together in this region of the state. Mr. Mayor, uh, Lieutenant, or excuse me, Governor Cuomo, uh, just about an hour ago, talked about how the, cr the crime rate is down in New York and there are fewer traffic fatalities. Do you see a, a similar trend in the Buffalo area? Is the crime rate down here? Uh, we do see a similar trend. The crime rate is down in the city of Buffalo. Uh, traffic fatalities are down in the city of Buffalo. Um, so obviously those are trends that we are pleased by, but want to make it clear that our Buffalo Police Department uh, is working every day. The Buffalo Police Department is at full strength. And even during this very difficult time, uh, the Buffalo Police Department is making arrests and is following up on the reduced numbers of crimes that we are seeing in the community right now. 
What about uh, you personally, uh, Mayor Brown? Do you, you hail from Queens. Do you still have uh, loved ones and friends in the New York City area? Uh, I do have uh, family and friends still in the New York City area. Uh, like Governor Cuomo and like uh, President Trump, I grew up in Queens, came to Buffalo to attend college at 17. So I'm Buffalonian now through and through. Uh, but I do have a lot of family and friends still living in the New York uh, metropolitan area. Uh, Mr. Mayor, have you been in touch with Common Council President Darius Pridgen, and do you know how he's doing? Uh, I have been in touch with Council President uh, Pridgen, uh, certainly just by telephone. He is getting better. He's doing well. Uh, he was on a call of the Buffalo Urban Development Corporation board, uh, sounding strong and healthy, uh, just a couple of days ago. He was on our regular briefing call with the members of the Common Council, uh, sounding strong and healthy. So it's good to hear that he is doing better and that his family is doing better. Mayor, uh in terms of uh, looking ahead, uh, we all ponder the question, what will the nor new normal be? Do you talk about that with your, uh, your department heads? And uh, what do you think the new normal will be, say, six months, a year down the road? I do talk about that with department heads. We have a twice-a-day call Monday through Friday with all of the department heads and commissioners, deputy commissioners, directors, other key uh, staff managers. Um, we do talk about what are the things that we can do to protect health and safety now of our residents, but also position ourselves for recovery in the future so that we can help our residents go back to work, so that we can help residents that have lost jobs find jobs, uh, so that we can help businesses that have been economically damaged um, return to health to the extent that we can. Uh, right now, we've tried to act as a resource for as much information as we can provide for City of Buffalo residents. We are getting calls for state government matters, federal government matters, county government matters. As you can imagine, people are looking for information and answers right now, and we're trying to be as helpful uh, to people that call us as we possibly can. Not only are we getting calls from Buffalo residents, but we're also uh, getting calls uh, from residents throughout the county, we obviously are taking those calls as well. Uh, we are one Buffalo. We are one community. And um, we're very fortunate that we were able to set up our call and resolution center remotely, where we have all of our call center operators working remotely from home Monday through Friday from 830 to 430 um, those days. And, and Mr. Mayor, I know I'm taking you a minute late here, but I'd like to know, how are you and your family holding up? Uh, we're, we're holding up pretty well. Um, we're all 
practicing uh, social distancing, uh, being uh, very careful. Um, I'm working remotely as much as I can um, while I, when I do have to go out, I am certainly practicing social distancing. Uh, my wife is working remotely as, as well. Uh, we try to uh, get out and, and walk every day. We vary the times that we walk. We vary the places that we walk because we don't want to contribute to overpopulating uh, any place. So we don't walk in the same park um, every time. We don't walk at the same time uh, all the time uh, so that we create the proper social uh, distancing. But it is important, we think, for residents to get out, get their exercise, stretch their legs, walk their dogs, um, do that practicing proper social distancing, and after they do that, uh, to uh, come home, not to, not to linger, not to congregate, not to socialize, to realize that these aren't normal times, these are difficult times, these are dangerous times, and we have to act accordingly based on the danger that we are all dealing with and every one of us, each and every one of us, uh, is in a dangerous situation and we have to take the situation seriously by practicing the proper social distancing. Well, Mr. Mayor, uh, stay safe, keep up the good work, and we'll talk soon, okay? And Joe and uh, Brenda, if I can, uh, for all of your listeners uh, that are um, observing um, Palm Sunday uh, and the Easter season, I just want to wish everybody a happy Easter. Uh, we are the city of good neighbors. We will get through this. We are Buffalo strong. Uh, God bless you, and God bless all of your listeners. Thank you so much, Mr. Mayor. That is Mayor Byron Brown joining us here on Hardline. Brenda Lacey, Joe Beamer will be back after the news here on News Radio 930. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T Mobile. You can count on T Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. WBEN. Welcome back to Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer and Brenda Alacy with you. Just had Mayor Byron Brown on for the first segment. If you missed any of that, it's available on demand at WBEN.com. Also, you can use the rewind function on the Radio.com app and rewind to any part of the programming from this morning. Quick recap, if you're just joining us, the governor spoke at 11 
Here are the updated state numbers. 122,031 positive cases in New York State. 16,479 people currently hospitalized. That's up from 574 yesterday. 4,376 ICU patients. That's two, That's more, I'm sorry, that's up to 50 from yesterday. But a little positive, 12,187 patients have been discharged that's over 1,700 more from the day before. Then you heard the mayor on Hardline make an announcement that Ring Road at Delaware Park will be closed to cars. That will open the park up a little more for pedestrians. And again, they want, we want people, politicians, the leaders want people to be able to go outside. It's beautiful out right now. Brenda, I don't know if it's the same uh, outside your house, but it's beautiful outside the studio right now. And to be sane, we need to take this nice weather in. Um, so getting rid of those cars adds to the room that people can walk around and still give that six feet social distance. Uh, yesterday, I felt like that in particular, Joe, it was such a beautiful day. It felt spring-like to me. The sun was out. And uh, I had mentioned the other night when I was hosting that just walking outside and hearing the birds chirping is very comforting. Just to have that degree of normalcy and to feel like there's, uh, uh, you know, some oneness with nature, that there's a chance to get out there, uh, stretch your legs a little bit, take in the, the fresh air, listen to the birds chirping. Uh, it feels a little more like normal when I'm outside and doing those types of what would have been very mundane things in the past and now are very important things. Can you imagine if we couldn't go out of the house, how horrible it would be? You know, so I, I, I welcome the opportunity to, you know, get outside, walk, get some exercise, take the dog for a walk, just, you know, wave to neighbors from a distance, check in on our elderly neighbors. All of that is so important. And you know, there are some really lovely um, signs of kindness, you know. Um, I saw recently where kids put uh, a chalkboard, chalk messages on the sidewalk outside of, uh, hospitals thanking people who are working there. Same with uh, retailers and grocery stores in particular, thanking people for you know going in there day in and day out and dealing with this crisis because they are essential. So there's some really, really good things happening in this crisis as well. Yeah, last night walked outside, uh, grilled some hot dogs. The weather was great. May have had an adult beverage while grilling those hot dogs. But after uh, because I waited two and a half hours to finally put the cover back on the grill. It was a perfect spring night. As you mentioned, yes. you could hear some of the birds chirping. Uh, it had that, it was comfortable. You know, it had that nice spring breeze. You walk outside last night, the light's on. Uh, maybe you see someone on their bike uh, going by. And you just walk outside and kind of just, you're at ease. You're away from reality for just that split second Everything seemed normal. You know, I'm outside on my patio, putting the grill cover on. It's comfortable. Uh, got a movie going on inside the apartment. For that split second, everything seemed like uh, you put reality in the back seat for a second, and it seemed normal. Joe, I know you're an avid runner, but do you bike? Because I can't wait to get my bike out and start riding. You know, that that's the thing. I said last summer I was going to get a bike, and uh, I didn't. So this summer... Definitely, well, this spring, definitely got to get a bike. Um, I used to love biking, but as you said, now a little more into running. 
but yes, I will. Currently not a biker. Uh, give me a month, Brenda. I will have a bike. Make sure it's not a tandem. You have to maintain that social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you tandem with the people that you are, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Quarantined with. with. Isolated with. Yes. There you go. Um, but, you know, we mentioned with the mayor, the social distancing, and, you know, he said it, and I agree. As this continues to, the numbers get out there. We heard the numbers from the president. I mean, we're talking about a potential of 100 to 200,000 deaths in this country. Now, again, let's not panic. Let's not be hysterical about it. Uh, however, that is a very sobering number. And the mayor said it, and I agree. I think every day more and more people are starting to wake up and realize, okay, I need to take this seriously. I need to stay inside. When I'm outside, like you said, Brenda, you know, you see someone walking down the street, make that distance, uh, go across the street or do whatever. And, and I said this during the week because someone called and said that they noticed, yeah, they were uh, social distancing, but someone was walking their dog and stopped to talk to their neighbor. Now, any other time, that is the courteous neighborly thing to do. Hey, how you doing? I, I see uh, you've got this new car. This is great. But now, if you see your neighbor out and you want to have a conversation, say, hey, I'll call you when I get home. That's, that's unfortunately, right now, the way to do it. Or, you know, what we've been doing is just talking to people across the street, just keeping that distance and yelling across the street. And at least it's a way to connect with another human being, but still maintain that, uh, that six feet and more. Um, the thing that strikes me, Joe, I can't believe the number of people who have dogs in my neighborhood. I don't know if you've noticed that, but uh, now that I'm out and about walking at different hours of the day, normally I'd be at work, but walking during the day and, you know, sometimes into the evening, just try to get out and get some fresh air. All of a sudden, it seems like everybody and their brother has a dog. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of, uh, yeah, especially yesterday, a lot of dogs out. I'm just going to say at my complex, you're supposed to have your dog on a leash. And there may be a few people who uh, yesterday were not following that rule. I'm not, uh, not that I'm a stickler for rules, but if my dog has to be on a leash, you know, I don't want your dog running, running up to me. I mean, come on. But yes, yeah, I did absolutely. notice a lot of dogs out yesterday. Uh, it, it was nice to see, and I'm sure for parents, it was great to be able to have your kids go outside. Uh, again, not go play with their friends, but just be outside and be out of the house for a few hours and just take in this great weather. Like I said, this great weather, going for a run, going for a walk, just being outside, it kind of gives you that fresh air and escape from reality for a little bit. Escape from the same four walls as well. Uh, you know, with this being um, Holy Week, unlike any other we've experienced, Palm Sunday is today, Passover is just a few days away, uh, Ramadan, all of these uh, uh, religious holidays are taking place. I'd be curious to know what people are doing and how they're adjusting. You know, what are what are your plans now for the holidays? 803-0930. And Joe, we still have time to get some calls or texts in as well at uh, 30930 here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Yeah, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open 3930. Also, Brenda brought this up, and I'd like to know from listeners out there, are you wearing a mask when you go out in public. Uh, Sandy talked about this on Thursday. 
you know, there's not a lot of medical masks. And obviously those high grade masks should be left for those in the medical profession. But have you made a mask? Uh, The county executive in the last hour actually retweeted the CDC's instruction on how to make a shirt into a mask when you go out to the grocery store or on that essential trip. That's a very good idea, Joe. There are ways to, uh, you know, improvise if you don't have an actual mask. And they, as you mentioned, are in short supply. Uh, Yesterday, I just kind of fashioned my own mask out of scarves that I had in the house. And whether it was, uh, you know, up to standard, I don't know. But it it made me feel like at least I'm doing a little bit to protect myself and protect others uh, as I went about my supermarket shopping. And I did try to get in and out of the store quickly. People were maintaining social distancing uh, in the store. I've noticed in some stores there are uh, axes, you know, marked with tape in the form of an X, so you know where to stand and how far apart. I had to stop at Bright Nightgirl Pharmacy last week, and I noticed that they had the X's on the floor too. And it's such a good reminder to just keep that distance. And sometimes, you know, by just by habit, you kind of stand closer to somebody because we're not used to this. So it's good to see that visual reminder right there on the floor. Did you notice that too, Joe, when you were out and about? Yeah, I, I've noticed the uh, the markings, the shields at the registers. But it, for the most part, Brenda, and I said this last week, uh, for the most part, I notice people are following the lines on the floor. They're following the social distance guidelines. Uh, but you have, you know, I, I, I've said it's 2% of people are still just doing whatever they please. And I saw a gentleman yesterday standing on the other side of the line, you know, literally right face to face to the cashier. Uh, Now the cashier didn't say anything, but again, even if you don't want to take this seriously, even if you for some reason are still just, eh, whatever, don't put someone else at risk. Don't make someone else uncomfortable. I I don't know if you saw this, Brenda, a a tragic story. Uh, There was a gentleman in New Jersey who is a bus driver, and he was doing his job and commuting people, and a a woman literally got right in his face and started having a sneeze fit and, and didn't cover her mouth or anything. He went online to say, like, this, you know, we need we need to start taking this seriously. We need to start, if you have a sneeze fit, a coughing fit, you know, cough into your, into your arm. And the man, unfortunately, got COVID-19 and passed away. So again, if you want to be careless with yourself, don't put other people in danger. It's, it's, this is something to really take seriously. And again, and I hate to sound like a broken record, but if we keep it, the more people who take this seriously and the quicker they do, the quicker we can get back to some sense of normal. You know, there, there's a lot of new terms we've used over the past uh, month, six weeks with this virus, and one of them is COVIDiots for people who are not taking it seriously. And You know, Joe, it's, uh, it's really a sad commentary on people that this is no joke, and I don't know how much more in your face it has to be to realize that this is uh, a deadly, uh, effective killer. So you got to isolate and protect yourself, especially if you're vulnerable. And hearing stories about the, uh, like the bus driver are just heartbreaking. It's cruel. It's, there's no reason to be a COVID idiot when we can all take precautions. How big of a deal is it to put you know, a scarf or a mask on? It's no big deal. It might be a minor inconvenience. How big of a deal is it to walk six feet apart or to respect somebody's space? We're all in this together. And you know, a lot of people have talked publicly about it. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. 
rich or poor, young or old, people are all being affected by this. And this is no joke. You know, we have to maintain these good practices and listen to what the doctors are saying and really abide by it because we haven't even reached our peak in western New York. Once that happens, we'll, we'll get on the other side of that curve and try to get back to some degree of normalcy. But let's let's all pay attention and be respectful of each other. Yeah, believe me. I mean, uh, you, I don't have to tell the audience of this station that I'm the first person that wants to be able to go out, uh, party it up, go to a sporting event. I, I, I can't tell you how much I miss baseball. Uh, but things are more important. You know, I love sports. And, and you realize through this, Brenda, how much of a – uh, escape from reality sports really are because we don't have that right now. Um, and, and believe me, I can't wait for baseball to come back. I can't wait for football season whenever it can start. Uh, but there are things that are more important. Human life is more important. So let's focus on defeating this, containing this, hopefully finding a vaccine for this. And then we can start focusing on uh, the lesser things in life, but to me are more important. Um, as you know, Joe, I'm a sports junkie, too, and I keep looking forward to the bill season, and especially with so much optimism surrounding the team right now uh, with the acquisition of Stefan Diggs and some of the other players that they've picked up on the O-line. And it's like that's what I want to focus on, okay, because I know that's still a few months away, and that's what it would be under normal circumstances. So I'm hoping once we get past this peak, we start to – get back to some, you know, sense of life as we know it, and we can really look forward to a fun season and hope that everybody's in a position to uh, attend games and not be socially distant and and see if we can help out. And I I do want to give a tip of the hat to Josh Allen, too, for um, helping out and donating money to people in Western New York for what he's doing um, right now. It's really very gracious and you know th- those players make a lot of money and it's nice that they're willing to share some of it to help those of uh, us in need at this time right now with the coronavirus yeah and you know and shout out to all the team owners too who are still paying their employees uh it- it's a tough time for a lot of people and the projections for job numbers it's going to be uh, more and more people are going to feel the financial brunt of this as well. So it's nice to see um, you know, the professional team owners that have lots of money uh, take care of those part-time employees while uh, you know, that, a lot of them, that's money they depended on. And it's good to see uh, them helping out. And, and like you said, it's good to see uh, the athletes give money to research and to the medical profession. I mean, these medical professionals are on the front lines. You know, we heard a story from ABC this morning. Yeah, they put all that stuff on. You see, if you've seen these videos of how these nurses and doctors gear up to go into the COVID-19 part of the hospital, they're putting a lot of layers on. Here's the thing. It is still so contagious. They are putting themselves at risk. And unfortunately, we've seen that. So, you know, Shout out to them. Uh, uh, just saying that we appreciate them isn't enough. I mean, I, I, they are on the front lines of this battle, and they are going out there. They are risking getting the coronavirus themselves to help the patients in need. And uh, again, words can't even show the appreciation that we have for them. You know, Joe, and, and think about it, too. As a healthcare worker, you're adding a lot more time to your day. Uh, For instance, uh, one of my family members is an occupational therapist, and he goes to various homes around uh, the county and treats patients in their homes. So 
he is geared up and he has his PPP or PPE on as much as he can. But when he goes home, he goes in the basement, takes off the clothes he was wearing for work, throws it into a bag, throws it right into the laundry, gets into the shower, and then goes upstairs and, and finishes off his day. So it's really stressful in that sense, too, because you're not only, you know, dealing with the stress of being out and about and being in close proximity to patients, and, and these many of these people are vulnerable patients who are compromised, but then you have to really be careful to even step back into your own home. You have to, you know, put on a whole different set of clothes. It's just such an odd way to live right now, but these folks who are um, wearing scrubs, whether they're on the road or in hospitals or doctor's offices, whatever the case may be, are truly the heroes right now. I, I so admire our healthcare workers uh, from whatever level up to the top level. They're doing a great job. For sure, for sure. And all of those graduates or would-be graduates that are going to throw themselves right onto the front lines, uh, again, words cannot show the appreciation, Brenda. Uh, I, Imagine I, starting your career like that, Joe. Oh, I know. <laughs> you talk I, about jumping into the fire. I mean, I couldn't even imagine going into the medical field. I've, I've always had a high appreciation for that because it's just something I couldn't do. Um, so my appreciation's already been high, uh, but this definitely, to start your career off like that, I mean, like you said, hats off, hats off. I have to make a correction, uh, and you know, I, I admit when I'm wrong, and I try not to be wrong too often, but I admit when I'm wrong. When we had the mayor on, I said that he made the announcement for the Broadway market this morning. He made it on Friday, and the service starts tomorrow. So just a clarification. I apologize. I read a script that was obviously two days old, but that is tomorrow it starts. The announcement was made Friday morning, not this morning. Good to know. Yeah, so it was a it was a packed show, Joe. We had uh, Governor Cuomo on with his uh, daily briefing. Uh, Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown joining us live, talking about his Good Neighbors Network initiative. Um, boy, pretty lofty goal there, Joe. Uh, the mayor said they're putting door hangers with information on non-emergency help to 150,000 homes in Buffalo. And I saw the mayor out and about yesterday on TV, uh, actually taking some of those door hangers and delivering them personally to folks. And uh, I was kind of teasing him. He had on a, a Buffalo State jacket. Proud alumnus of Buffalo State as I am as well. And Brenda, I, I, I've been saying this the last few weeks. Uh, our local leaders all the way to our national leaders, state level, uh, county level, city level, federal level, I think they've all been doing a great job with something that I don't think anyone could really prepare 100% for. And... You know, we can get political. We can say this party, that party, when this is all over. Uh, the leaders have done a great job of trying to bring this country together during a time of crisis. And I think uh, they've been doing a superb job at every level. Communication is key right now and uh, all the more reason that we need these daily updates. And thankfully, we have technology at our fingertips, too, where our leaders and uh, folks who are in various facets of government can tweet out things and we can see it instantly and, and then hold these briefings as well. So I hope they continue to um, provide these daily communications with us and I salute, to, uh, salute them as well, Joe, because they're really out there on the front line and making everybody aware of what's happening. It's got to be absolutely exhausting, uh, but our leaders are doing a, a very fine job and uh, it has not gone unnoticed. For sure, Brenda. Well, Brenda, it was nice talking to you. Enjoy uh, the rest of your Sunday. Thanks, Joe. Keep up the good work. And uh, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. 
Stay safe, be well. We look forward to talking with you the next time. That's right. Remember, Tom Bowerly is up next, one to four, keeping it live and local. Programming note tomorrow morning, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul will join Susan and Brian. So don't miss that. We've got you covered all day here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.